Welcome to Your Pharmacy Career Podcast, proudly brought to you by Ravens Recruitment, Australia's leading specialist pharmacy recruitment agency. The podcast series has been created to shine a light on the diverse and inspiring careers of Australia's pharmacists. Each episode will focus on the varied career opportunities within the pharmacy industry by exploring the career paths taken by leaders in the fields of community pharmacy, hospital, industry, government and professional organisations. Careers never follow a defined path. Everyone's story is different and unique in their own way. The podcast series will help you discover the world of opportunities that exist and reveal pathways to achieve your dreams and aspirations. Whether you are a pharmacy student, early career pharmacist, or simply looking for a change at any stage of your career, the podcast series is designed to help you navigate ways into a career and a life that you love. Your host of the podcast series is Ali Sue. Ali, herself a pharmacist, is now the founder of Global Pharmacy Entrepreneurs and a passionate advocate for pharmacists to grow, innovate, excel and make a lasting impact in the world. It's now over to our host, Ali Sue. Welcome back to Your Pharmacy Career Podcast. I'm Ali Sue. Happy New Year. Thank you to all the pharmacists who worked during the Christmas and New Year holidays, providing vaccinations and keeping our community safe. Your efforts are certainly greatly appreciated by the wider community. Today, I'm very excited to introduce Jada Shakshiades to you all. Jada works at Australian Pharmaceutical Industry, API, in pharmacy operations for Priceline Pharmacy. She has been a community pharmacist for seven years and in a brand supporting role for five years. She is a mum of two young children and works full-time. Her current role involves developing and supporting the Priceline pharmacists in their career professional development ambitions. She is passionate about the value a pharmacist can add to patient care and the importance of multidisciplinary team for health professionals where pharmacists are at the centre of the ecosystem. This year, Jada works to recognise and support pharmacists working through the pandemic with the appreciation of the changes in our profession in recent times and its impact into the future. Jada has an interest in the emergent generation of pharmacy graduates as they transition from university into the Priceline Pharmacy banner. Without further ado, let's welcome Jada. Hi, Jada. You work at API in pharmacy operations for Priceline Pharmacy. What do you do on a daily basis? I just had a baby. He is 11 months old. And on returning back into my role, I was given a new position. So I'm relatively new in this role. Basically, what it entails is I sit in the customer operations team. So we're responsible for day-to-day operations in the Priceline Pharmacy Network. And my role is very specific in that I support people and programs, particularly around the dispensary and the pharmacy, pharmacists, dispense techs and interns. My role at the moment is looking at how we support our pharmacists in our brand, particularly from, you know, supporting them in their career their objectives in their roles, how they operate from day to day. So it's um, creating programs to support them so that they can go out into the community and be the best pharmacist that they can be. How did you transition from being community pharmacist into the industry? Yeah, sure. So I, um, I started my pharmacy journey when I was 14, nine months. 
And my parents told me it was time to go and get a job. I wanted to spend my money. So I went and uh, got a job at a local pharmacy. I walked in and handed in my resume and I started off cleaning. So I was sweeping the floors and I was listening to the pharmacist and he became a role model for me. So then um, I worked my way up to be on the shop floor. So I was wandering around serving customers. And then I progressed into the dispensary where I was dispensing prescriptions and, and that continued on. So that was 18 years ago. And I got to the point where I finished school and I didn't know what I wanted to be. And my boss at the time, I was still working part-time in the pharmacy. And he said, why don't you become a pharmacist? It's a great career. You know, you'll meet so many people and you'll, you'll change lives is exactly what he said. So I, um, I looked up to him and I trusted him. So I, I went and applied to be a pharmacist. And I did that by, I did a Bachelor of Science first because locally we don't actually have a pharmacy school. So I went and studied science and then after qualifying, I um, completed that degree and then I went and did a Master of Pharmacy. And then after my Master of Pharmacy, I then completed an internship like we all do. And then I worked in community pharmacy for two years as the pharmacist in charge. And then after that, I, I actually got the head office role quite interestingly. So I was reaching out to the head office team to with all my ideas on, you know, programs and how I could, you know, bring things to life in the store. And um, I remember contacting the marketing team and I said, I want to make a flyer for the store. And they said, okay, and what do you want to put on the flyer? And I said, I want to talk about how I'm different to every other pharmacist because I like to touch my patients. And, you know, this joke went on about, you know, they're like, oh no, you can't put that on a flyer. And I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, you know, like I like to connect with my patients and you know, I strongly believe that you have a doctor, so why don't you have a pharmacist? Or why don't we're along the lines of, you know, back in the old days where you'd have a, a butcher, a dentist, a doctor, and a pharmacist. So I really wanted to bring that to life in the pharmacy I was working in. So got some flyers together and a few months later, head office contacted me and said, Oh, listen, we've got a head office role are you interested? So I applied for it and then moved into the head office role. Reflecting back on your story, what are the things we can learn as a pharmacy students or early career pharmacist? You know, back to my story about how I tried to make a flyer and I couldn't get the wording right. I think for me, it was all about, I wasn't the best at what I was doing, but I was definitely proactive. And I love, I love being a pharmacist. And that kind of stemmed all these opportunities where I could go, well, how do I bring this to life and how do I make sure that my customers know me by name and they feel comfortable to talk to me? So I think the message for me is, you know, just do your best. And as long as you're passionate about what you do every day, people would recognize that and see that and it opens up opportunities for you. If a pharmacist wanted to get into industry, what are some skill sets they can gain or they can prepare themselves to become an industry pharmacist? Yeah, sure. I think um, communication skills are really important. The fact that I was a pharmacist was a bonus because I, I could understand how pharmacy operated. So the way that our dispensaries operate and the way that we provide service to our patients. So all those skills that we have as pharmacists were you know, crucial to, to my role. Communication skills are really important as well. So being able to you know, talk to different people from different groups and understanding the relationships that you hold with different people and different stakeholders, I found really important. I also, so 
on getting my role in the support office, I went and completed a EMBA to further my business skills because I recognized that I didn't have those and there were gaps in my knowledge. So I went back and did some further studies. I did two years while I was working in my support office role so I could gain those skills. So what does the future pharmacy world look like from your point of view now you're the pharmacy operation manager? Yeah, so I, um, I'm really excited with where pharmacy is heading. I think that COVID, I'm going to use the C word, has really pushed our professional boundaries. I think that we're doing so much more now and I think the community really appreciates all the additional work that we're doing. And I think for me, it's being an advocate for this. I'm really fortunate and grateful to be able to stand alongside my fellow pharmacists and be able to say, you know what, we can do so much to support the community. And I think that, you know, the progression and those boundaries that we've pushed in the past two years has been such an increase and improvement in comparison to, you know, what we've what we've done in the last, you know, 10 years. So I think COVID's really given us the opportunity to be the health professionals that we are. And I think that's really going to bring forward my my aspirations of having people having a pharmacist, uh, like they have a butcher or a dentist or a doctor. And I think as well, from a career perspective, one of my interests is, you know, pharmacists and their careers and supporting them. I think that there's opportunity for us to continue on this trajectory. And a focus of mine is where pharmacists can develop a special interest in a field. So I'm really passionate about uh, pharmacists, community pharmacists, but also hospital, having the opportunity to be a specialist or have a special interest in a field. And for me, that's dermatology. I think I'm really passionate about dermatology. I love wounds and I love dressing wounds. And when customers come in and patients come in, I'm always the first one there. So I'm looking forward to seeing where our um, profession heads um, in relation to, to special interests and how we can further support the community in the future. We see many pharmacists uh, dropping out of pharmacy, go on and do other degrees and leaving pharmacy profession. What are your thoughts on that? I, I am reading a lot of that. And, and part of my role is connecting with pharmacists and talking to pharmacists and understanding where they're, where they're at in their career. And I understand that, you know, we're all fatigued and we're all exhausted. But I think that's I don't think that's just specific to pharmacy. I think that all industries are quite tired and exhausted. But, you know, it's like going through pharmacy at university. It's not easy. And providing the level of support and care and being responsible for patients' health isn't easy. And I know that sometimes, you know, it's looking at the other other professions and going, well, is that a better opportunity? But then I talk to other pharmacists and they just tell me how rewarding it is that their patients come in and thank them. And And there's no other profession like you look at our profession and we see patients five times more than the doctor sees them. And there's so much opportunity there to build their relationship with them. And some of my patients come in and go, oh, you know, I wanted to ask you this, this and this. I've asked my doctor, but I want a second opinion. And little comments like that are so rewarding. And sometimes I think we we forget to stop and go, oh, you know what, that's really nice. They really appreciate me. You can often get bogged down in all the other stuff. So I guess my advice is, you know, take every day as it is. I think that a lot of people do recognise that we are a really important profession and what we do is really rewarding. So be kind on yourself and also take the time to enjoy those little wins where, you know, they come into you first because they trust you or they know you by name or they'll wait for you because they want to be 
you know, served by you or supported by you or, you know, that conversation where it's not even pharmacy related, but they just want to tell you that their kids started school or their daughter's down on holidays. It's all those little wins I think we have to kind of come back to, particularly now when everything's so stressful and it's so dynamic and we don't really know where we're headed. For a lot of us feeling lost, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think... I um I didn't make the conscious decision to move to industry. It wasn't that I was a community pharmacist and said, I really want to move into industry where I'm in a support office role. I made the transition because I saw my role giving me opportunity to connect with more pharmacists. And we are a community and we're a family and we're quite special. Pharmacists are very unique people. And pharmacists can talk pharmacy to other pharmacists and we just we've got the same jokes we've got the same personalities like we connect and mesh really well so for me it wasn't about a career change I just kind of went on that journey based on where where I saw the opportunity and and I'll continue to to grow and develop but I think you know pharmacy does have a lot of opportunity and the future is opening up to it so you know there's community pharmacy there's hospital but there's also that opportunity to go into GP practice you know regional remote there's there's so many opportunities and I think COVID is actually going to really demonstrate that there are even more opportunities for us I think particularly community pharmacy and and it being brought into the light I think there's going to be more recognition and more opportunity for pharmacists to diversify their positions so I think this is just the beginning of a lot of great opportunity for pharmacists and you know particularly us at the support office at Priceline my role is to focus on supporting pharmacists in their careers. So I'm particularly interested and focused on that. And I think, you know, that's a direction that the future is going. It's how do we make sure that our pharmacists and, you know, our pharmacy teams are getting job satisfaction. They're having a great long tenure where they're enjoying what they do. So, you know, having pharmacies, I think something that's really rewarding, we just have to kind of continue to push forward and advocate for where we can see ourselves in different fields. Mm. I want to come back to communication skills. You said it's really important, both as a community pharmacist, as well as being in industry. So if we want to improve our communication skills, do you have particular advice to help us to do so? What I did is I used to practice on my patients. So I used to listen to what they tell me and then repeat it back to them and then gauge how they'd respond to me. So I was always testing them. I think it was the scientist slash pharmacist in me. So, you know, they would tell me something and then I would repeat back what I thought was important. And then I would look for their cues to see whether I said the right thing or whether I've missed it a little bit. And that was the basics for me is making sure that when someone told me something, I was able to take that information, recognize it, break it down and then repeat it and make sure that I got it right. And then from that, I built on it. So I continued to practicing with my patients. And then I built on it to talk to different stakeholders. Um, I would talk to mentors. I would talk to people from different industries. So you mentioned that um, some people are really interested in, you know, whether another industry might suit them better. So I I did that. I went and spoke to people in, in business and accounting and all other different professions. And I gauged what they were doing um, and how they were communicating. And I just slowly adjusted the way that I communicated and spoke based on the feedback that I received from them. When the pharmacy is really busy, we don't have a lot of time to engage with the customers. How can we improve quality of care? Yeah, I think it's just about, 
it's very difficult because we are so busy and it's hard to say, well, you know, you do this and this is a solution. But what I do try and do is when, when I do have the opportunity, I take it. And, you know, you don't always get the opportunity, but it's, it's about small, gradual, little steps rather than trying to achieve big chunks because we are so busy and there are so many things we have to do. And, you know, you get tired and sometimes you just go back into your, into your safe space when you're tired. So I just try and where I see the opportunity, I remind myself and go, okay, I'm going to try and see how I can um, improve my communication with this patient. But you can't do it every time. And, you know, sometimes it, it quiets down and you have the opportunity. Was there any other advice you want to leave us? Yeah, definitely. I think for the intern pharmacists and the pharmacists in pharmacy school, I think it's really difficult right now because our industry has been disrupted by COVID. And it's really hard to know what you're going to get when you get out into the workforce. But I think as long as you apply what you've learned and be passionate about what you do and look to further develop yourself and see opportunities when they come to you, you'll succeed. Our business is looking at supporting graduate pharmacists because we recognise that, you know, in your graduate year is where you hold all this amazing knowledge. And I, I remember how much I knew walking out of out of pharmacy school and then, you know, as you apply it, you have to then, you know, do research and look into things and you don't, you're not as fresh. So we recognise how valuable graduate pharmacists are and we're investing in graduate pharmacists and trying to make sure that they have long, happy, healthy careers and career progression and pharmacist tenure. Like it's really important to make sure that our pharmacists are staying in the industry and they have opportunities to grow. So I do a lot of interviewing and talking to pharmacists and a lot of them say to me, well, what's my next steps? I'm a pharmacist now. Mm. So I think, you know, what what I would like to do and a a career goal for me is to help pharmacists create a special interest. And like I've, I've got a special interest in wound care and I really enjoy that. And I think that pharmacists can provide so much more opportunity there, but there's so many other different areas that pharmacists could have a special interest in or a specialization in, whether it's cardiac or it could be anything, it could be baby care. So I think find something that you're passionate about in the industry and grow and develop that skill. And it will keep you focused and it will keep your career bright and light and, and you'll continue to enjoy it. And then for early career pharmacists, I'm still an early career pharmacist. So I'm seven years in. And for me, I think, you know, it's really good to connect to people and mm. take opportunities and, and talk to people and understand where they're up to and work together because we're, we're one big family. And I've met a lot of pharmacists and they, they're always kind and always willing to, you know, guide me and support me and give me advice. And they're not necessarily, you know, pharmacists that have been in the industry for 20, 30 years, sometimes mm. it's a graduate pharmacist, but they just have so much skills and knowledge because they've had a different experience to I have. Mm. Like they've been regional or remote or they've taken a different career path. So I think it's mm. just connecting with people in the industry and making the most of every opportunity. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Your Pharmacy Career Podcast, proudly brought to you by Ravens Recruitment, Australia's leading specialist pharmacy recruitment agency. 
If you enjoyed this episode and know anyone else who you think would benefit from it, we would be grateful if you could share it with them. Together, we help even more pharmacists develop a career and life they love. If you have any questions or suggestions about future podcast episodes, please reach out to us via email info at ravensrecruitment.com.au.